0: Our theme for this month has been grace. Yuna started off the first week and she preached about God's everyday grace. Then the second week Patrick spoke and he shared God's astonishing grace, the Moabites, coming from the book of Ruth. Then last week, he spoke about God's astonishing grace, the eunuch, and how various elements of a eunuch life must have been like. Today, I will speak about God's amazing grace. Today's Bible quote, you have said on your screen, it say God made him, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. That could be found in 2 Corinthians, verse twenty-one, and that was the NIV version. Before I get started with our message. Some of you know a portion of the journey that my wife and I had to walk with one of our sons who was experiencing some life challenges. It interrupted his life for about 10 years. Some of his repercussions, it led to unemployment, homelessness, A brief time of imprisonment, and he almost went into a state of hopelessness. It has been a great, amazing to see how God restored him double for his troubles. I don't have time to go into details. But his testimony is nothing less than God's amazing grace. Our first point is grace demonstrated by God. So the blank to fill in is God. A common definition that is used for grace is God's unmerited favor. Another way of saying it is the receiver do not have any credit that they can take. They can't take any credit for because it is grace. Let's look at our first scripture Say, but God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's Romans chapter 5, verse 8. That's the New King James Version. If King David, David, who God said was a man after his own heart, Realize that he was born in iniquity? and shape, shaping in iniquity and born into sin, We too should be humble enough to recognize the same. For we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Let's take a deeper look at how God demonstrated his love. John 3.16, a very familiar verse. Say, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. We see that God gave his very best. And it was not predicated on anything that we did or can do. It's all about his amazing grace. You might say, I believe, and you are correct, but even that belief was given to you by God. This is the greatest demonstration of love. Parents, how many of you will give your child to die? For a complete stranger. Well. In essence. This is what God did. For us. With that being said. Ephesians 2.8. Say for grace. By grace. You have been saved. Through faith. And it's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. I like to quote what Dr. Tony Evans, a pastor that Dale and my wife and I listen to regularly. I quote, Faith is taking a step in darkness and not knowing where your foot will land. It is trust in God which could seems like risky, risky business. End quote. We know that faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews eleven six. You can find that recorded. But I like the way Pastor Evans said it. Say it could look like risky business. However, we know that God can be trusted totally and completely. Because he is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Let's look at Ephesians again, that verse eight, second uh, chapter verse eight. It says by grace you have been saved through faith. So we receive salvation by grace through faith, and it is not a formula to be followed, but God's righteousness working in us through us for His salvation, which is freely given to us. There's no room for boasting. For we are justified by grace. We are justified not by our works, but by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus alone. That's the good news. Which leads me to our second point. Saving grace through the Son saving grace through the sign. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. That's Acts 4.12. Our salvation has been purchased With the blood of Jesus and through his death, burial and resurrection, period. Jesus went on to say he is the way, the truth and the life. And that there is no other way to the father except through him. This scripture is what rubs a lot of people the wrong way that are not Christians. Because Jesus, being the way, the truth, and the life, rules out all other religions. And that is a hard pill. For most people to swallow, we have the blessed assurance that all who put their faith in Christ is justified freely by Him. Paul said it eloquently. I have been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me Not that we deserved it, his grace, but because of his love for his children, which we all are, who have trusted him for salvation. This takes me to our final point. Our third point, indwelling in grace with the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. All of the scriptures are not on the slide, but I would like to read John chapter 14, verses 15, 15. Through 20. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray to Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you I will not leave you orphans I will come to you a little while longer and the world will see me no more but you will see me because I live you will live also At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. That's John chapter 14, verses 15 to 20. Jesus assured his disciples that he must go away, but he would leave the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, to lead and guide them into all truth and righteousness. That same promise holds true for you and for me. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Romans chapter 8, verse 10 And eleven. Now that's amazing grace. We were able to see in this message a few things. How God grace is demonstrated to us. The saving grace that comes through Jesus Christ. And the in grace of the Holy Spirit in us. I don't want to assume that everyone that is listening to me have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And if not, today is a great day. To do that I would hate for you to hear that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life and go away, not knowing for sure that if you was to die today, that you would be with him forever. As I stated, there is someone on the other side of the screen from our connection team that will be waiting, that is waiting to pray with you and to share with you any concerns that you might have. But don't delay. If you know that you have not accepted Jesus, because I know the devil, he may be telling you that you can wait, but tomorrow is not promised. The Bible tells us, today that you hear my voice, Jesus say, "Heart and not your heart." So I pray that you will yield yourself to the move of the Holy Spirit. At this time, I would like to close in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for all that you have done and all that you are yet doing in our lives, Lord, we heard your word, and we know that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit work in union, in un- unison, because they are one, and. We pray, God, that we will heed to your voice and that we will be obedient to your call. In Jesus name. Amen.
1: Hearts will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Great are You, Lord. It's your breath.
0: let Thank you, and I pray that you heard something that moved you to answer the call. It is opportunity for tithes and offering. This is our time (laughs) that everyone can participate in giving as unto the Lord. Because we know that everything that we have, every good and perfect gift, come from above. As I stated, we will have our financial meeting beginning at 12 o'clock. So please uh, get the Zoom link. We also uh, will be doing Gathering following the financial meeting as well. So I ask you, uh, gathering leaders, do not forget to post your attendance. Oh, how a discussion question and prayer point first discussion uh, we only have one discussion question say what did God speak to you about amazing grace it say who uh, how can you intentionally demonstrate God's grace to someone this week and our prayer point let us pray that we individually And as a church body, as a whole, seek out opportunities to be light in darkness and share God's love and amazing grace to others.